This is episode 14 of the Brick and Data podcast, a podcast dedicated to retail news, analytics, and tech. Coming up, Black Friday doesn't matter. Millennials want it now. Alibaba makes $17 billion in 24 hours. And more in this episode of Brick and Data. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Brick and Data podcast. This is Todd Harris, and I am joined by Jose Chan. Morning, Jose. Hi, everyone. So today we are going to talk a little bit about, um, well, we already said what we're going to talk about, but we're going to start talking about Black Friday because that's next week. All this has snuck up on me. I didn't even, I looked at my calendar yesterday, Jose, and realized that traveling to see family on Tuesday, this, the, the, the turkey thing happens on Thursday, and then things go hog wild for retailers on Friday. Um, well, they probably have already though, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're starting. Yeah. It, 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 I agree with you, Todd. It's kind of like my birthday. It's like, oh, wow, <laughs> my birthday. But it only happens once a year. Thank so God. I shouldn't be yes. surprised. At our yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so... We've got uh, so that this this title we have for the first section here, no, the Black Friday doesn't matter. Of course, it matters, right? It matters, but it's mattering a lot less than it used to, and and this is partially because of a few things. Perhaps the the creep that the holidays get a lot closer to Halloween. They start overlapping. Um, retailers are starting to get a little bit more aggressive about the deals that they're offering throughout the season and prior to the season. And this is based on, this section is based on a survey that we found over on internetretailer.com, a bunch of surveys actually, about how consumers, so this one, one of the the stats that we can talk about is 42% 42 of consumers say Black Friday is less important to them than it was five years ago, uh, according to this, quote, holiday shopping survey 2016. Um, Another one, another another little, little bite of data is that 58% of consumers say special deals on specific days like Black Friday or Cyber Monday do not affect their shopping behavior, which is interesting. So I guess for some people, maybe a growing amount are less are less wooed by that day, right? That, that day being the day you're supposed to shop, but more, more affected by um, perhaps a, a daily deal on Amazon or uh, on Puma.com or something like that, where they might be having a, you know, a one-day sale and they shoot out an email and all of the deal sites get it and push it out to people. And it's kind of for that um, that impromptu behavior, you know, that, that Twitch behavior. So it's interesting. I guess people are changing a little bit in terms of how they shop, and it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, yeah. To your, to your point, Todd, look, if you think about what Black Friday is, so Black Friday... As um, we may know, but maybe some of us don't. Um, who hope some of our listeners, but I would imagine most. History lesson incoming. Brace yourself. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. It's uh, it, it traditionally was the day brick and mortar retailers were in the black, right? Because right. they would make the largest proportion of sales um, during this Thanksgiving weekend, and then everything post Thanksgiving through Christmas was, you know gravy and so that that's when they essentially made it right. but if we think about what's going on we're living 
in an environment where the customer does not shop the way that retail was set up to be. That is, in retail, we were creating an environment that was physical, whereas the customer is no longer just about the physicality of things. Given this, the promotional environment that could be, let's say, procured in an online environment, right, or at any given point in time, is much more flexible than just a, a, a Friday. Um, and so with the rise of mobile, uh, with the rise of, of, let's say, the cadence of the calendar and such, where the calendar doesn't really matter much anymore because mm -hmm. of the seasonality of things that, you know, with, with the weather being the way it is, you don't have to buy uh, at any given point in time. So I think that that diminishes the, the importance of a Black Friday, right? And then you also have the other factor, which is that even stores are acknowledging that Black Friday is not as important, um, you know, as a complement to the survey, uh, because they're actually closing. So there are a number of retailers that would be closed actually on Black Friday. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, it's that's that's a huge sign. When REI did that last year, the year before, I think it was REI that they were one of the first ones to really promote the closing, or you know, let's let's step back and appreciate what the holidays for what they are and, and not spend this day running around like a bunch of crazy people um, trying to buy a flat screen TV. So it does seem like those, you know, shoppers in general are, are appreciating that and they will, they'll find the deals that they're going to find. And they're just less concerned about, it seems like they're less concerned about that day itself of relying on those promotions um, to get what they need. And they'll find it at other times. There's a funny stat here I just noticed, uh, a really weird stat. And then again, it's not that weird if you look at the number, but they did point it out that 53% of consumers say that they're more likely to shop with a retailer that's closed on Thanksgiving's day, Thanksgiving Day. So it's not an overwhelming majority, but still, I think retailers or consumers are appreciating that retailers aren't, aren't open on Thanksgiving Day. Well, well, think of it this way, Todd. The, and so look, let's, let's go back to another point you made. That, um, that consumers are annoyed or very annoyed when they see holiday merchandise in stores before Halloween. That's 63% of consumers. Mm -hmm. uh, even the, the, there are a lot of pre-sales that are not fully advertised, right? So the sales actually really started, uh, not the hard markdowns, but let's say the, the soft markdowns earlier this month, right? So you have the friends and family sales that go on. So we've gotten already uh, let's say snail mail yeah. or emails take an additional X percentage off and that started and it's not even the week of Thanksgiving right it's actually beforehand and this started maybe last week and it's like okay preview sale for our special loyal customers uh, so you get X percentage off at first dibs before everyone else so that promotional environment already starts to diminish let's say the the importance of having to purchase on the day plus you know the media the way it captures the craziness of the lines i mean who, who really wants to do that it's a bit crazy to, <laughs> to, to do that and then find out that whatever flat screen tv you're gonna buy is no longer in stock oh sorry right yeah and it seems like those those in the millennial and close to that generation are a bit disenfranchised by that they don't they don't have much interest in that type of of uh, of shopping, and they're driving the, the behavior of retailers in essence. 
right now. So if they're not if they're not going to participate as much, the audience that's going to maybe the older generations um, aren't going to be participating forever, right? So there's going to be a you know a change of change of guard there as far as the generations that participate the most in Black Friday stuff. So it's going to evolve over time. Is the point, right? And it's maybe it's already started at this point. Um, exactly. Right. No, I'm, I'm completely with you. If you think about it, I mean, this ties into, look, if I have Amazon Prime, get two-day delivery, why should I even bother to go anywhere? Right. <laughs> I'll get it in two days, right? Or even if 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 it's not that, let's just say that uh, I get the, the deals from Amazon that they're pretty much promoting, as you mentioned. Why should I go anywhere? Again, exactly. it's mindset. Uh, of it need not be physical anymore. I'm with you 100%. And that is actually a perfect transition over to the next thing we are going to talk about, which is this study that was released by Deloitte about shipping needs, um, which surveyed 5,000 consumers between in the September timeframe. And they found that millennials were willing to pay an average of $5.50 to get their order the same day during the holiday season compared to an average of $3.80 for non-millennials. And for next day delivery, they're willing to pay an average of $3.90 per order compared to $2.60 for non-millennials. So the, the, the just of that is that it's millennials wanting to pay or willing to pay more to get their delivery sooner, just to get it quicker. And that goes back to what you're saying before about people just in general willing to forego some of the some of that that holiday craziness with shopping to just you know what <laughs> just I, I know what I want I'm gonna go to the store to get it online and have it shipped to me you know whether it's Amazon or not uh, the next day or even same day and be happy with it and that's exactly. that right yeah exactly look I think that this speaks to the experience piece so look all, all, although we may get better deals perhaps not clear yeah uh, at a given point in time I'd rather have peace of mind and have a more positive experience by not having experience sometimes, right? So there's an instance where not having experience could be better than having an experience of having to wait on the long line <laughs> and having to kind of look for, for, for the deal physically. They may not be there. Whereas here, uh, the experience is more positive if you pay more by not having to really do anything. Uh, more than just ordering and that's much more and it frees up your time to do other things right that uh, perhaps are more, more important to you which is obvious because they're willing to pay more absolutely not only are they I, willing to pay more but they expect more right I mean they yes. they are going to um, that generation meaning being the largest generation of shoppers at, at, at a point very soon is going to expect these things to happen so this this is another a challenge for retailers to be able to um, fulfill these orders wherever they want it, you know, wherever they, whether they want to go to a store to pick it up, or if they want it that same day, pick it up from an Amazon locker, or, you know, pick it up from the store or whatever they want to do all these, the various ways you can, you can buy and, and get your order there. It's just the expectations are, are rising. So they retailers are definitely going to have to, um, be more flexible and, and, and boost their capabilities in that regard. So for sure. Exactly. And that same day thing is going to be unavoidable, right? No, exactly. No, no, that, it makes perfect sense. Uh, look, if you want it now, um, why, again, why, why go to a store? But then here's well, the thing. 
That that that, the, that helps get it now too, because I've done that exactly. a million times, especially with Best Buy, and to feed my my gadget habit is if I see something <laughs> that is. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is why Best Buy is doing so well in the past couple of years. Not just for me, well, it could be just for me, but it, you know, in general, they've they've done a great job of meeting that I want it now type, you know, desire. I want it now, and I want to pay what what is being offered online, or I want to pay what Amazon is is giving me that great price and that they're doing a great job of meeting that, you know, being able to offer those those flexible ways of picking things up in store and to be able to see something online and they'll match the price. And it's fantastic that way. So retailers like that, that are being more flexible that way are the ones that are going to succeed, it seems. Yeah, no, no, this is true. Because if you think about it, that's where they could actually differentiate themselves from Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. The only way that they could really do it currently, other than the experiences, is really... The general experience is specifically the experience in store. If they're competing on price, look, uh, let, let's think about this. Amazon will not give you the lowest price necessarily, mm -hmm. right? And that, that's and generally competing on price is not a recipe for for success. What do I mean by Amazon is not giving you the lowest price? Well, the way that they work is they will essentially follow the market price. Right, so people think, oh, I'm getting the lowest price. Not true. Uh, you could read any literature on Amazon, and it is following their their algorithms or following the market price. So you will not necessarily get the Good low point. price. Yep. But if you're buying in a store for the low price, then it's a race to the bottom because where's your experience, right? If you're not going to have yeah. a positive experience. So yeah. the way to differentiate it is, is, and I could see why stores are saying, look, uh, Thanksgiving we're going to close. Um, or partially close or close early because it's not that important, right? Yep. Uh, yep. And if you're going to give it, I'd rather close myself, let's say I'm a retailer, um, if I were going to give a negative experience to consumers that have to fight over things, um, you know, not that that always happens, but there may be a stock out, who knows? Because people want it now, <laughs> right. don't need then and you, if you can't satisfy that now that's a problem things escalate uh look just call it a day move on and then we'll take it on the next day not worry about it too much right. and, and black friday is the it seems to be the epitome of a race to the bottom right it's all about price there is zero exactly. experience on black friday besides a nightmare exactly that's the experience I, exactly at, at least that's the, the perception i have i've never <laughs> gone no. to a a Black Friday sale, or even consider. only the hardest of the hardcore, it seems, Jose, because I am not that hardcore when it comes to shopping, and I won't. Uh, yeah, I, I won't do it. But there are those that swear by it. Good for them. Godspeed. Yeah. Godspeed. Well, I remember uh, a few years back. So I, I was running the the outlets uh, for a retailer, and we we had outlets, obviously, in Woodbury Commons. Oh my God. People were lining up when the mall opened right on Thanksgiving Day. Um, I don't know, 11, 12 o'clock for the specials <laughs> that they were going to get at midnight. Mm -hmm. And they were there all night. And it was crazy. It was crazy. And they weren't even sure what the specials were. It was just this like amped up feeling of I'm going to get a deal and I'm going to go away with a deal. Not being clear on what that deal was. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's insane. I don't get it. But, uh, you know, a lot of people love it. And that's 
that's driving that wanting it now behavior. Anyway, I mean, a lot of those, a lot of that, that time during the holidays, right, of, of, of that, of the vice of pressure to get your shopping done, to get the deal, to do it now, you want it now. It's, it's just, you know, it gets more intense over the holidays, that's for sure, and levels a bit over the rest of the season. But that, that wanting it now is a common thing, and it, it's less ridiculous in Black Friday. It's more of a of an expectation on order fulfillment <clears throat> from um, from retailers that's going to have to be that's going to have to be amped up over the over the next uh, over the next several years or months to keep up with demand, right? Yep, Just what they want, sure. and 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 this goes, I think, to um, switching gears over to Alibaba, uh, China-based e- e-retailer. Uh, with with you we were talking about this pre-show and you mentioned there's multiple brands underneath the Alibaba group and they have just all done fantastically well on singles day and maybe Jose you can enlighten us on a few things related to to singles day or to uh, to the Alibaba group in general but I know that that in they were when they launched was it in 2009 or 2010 I can't remember when they launched but it was a big deal uh, when, when when they launched and being kind of the the marketplace for the Asian markets uh, when it comes to retail, and, and they've done extremely well on Singles Day this past year, raking in, raking in seventeen billion in one day. That's wow. insanity. So, yeah. yeah. So they they were actually that they're founded in ninety nine mm-hmm. and oh, ninety nine. Jeez, I don't know why I, yep. I thought two thousand nine. No, no, that's 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 within range. Only ten uh, years off. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so. Singles Day, okay, uh, was invented by college students in the 90s, um, and it was to go against Valentine's Day. Uh, and according to the Communist Party-owned People's Daily, 1111, um, the way it's written, is reminiscent of, quote, according to them, bare branches, which is a local expression for bachelors and spinsters. Whoa. And since then, it's morphed into a consumption phenomenon, to say the least, where you will have companies selling on Singles Day. And Alibaba, uh, in a 24-hour period, made uh, $17 billion, which is incredible. (laughs) And their best-selling items, right, included things like uh, iPhones, Nike, uh, and Adidas gear, uh, Hayer appliances, Hayer's a Chinese manufacturer. Uh, It's incredible. And it's thriving on... It's a combination of volume and, I assume, that race to the bottom we talked about before. Discounts? Or is it, what's the driver behind this? Or is it just a known shopping day that everyone just waits and all shops in the same day? It's a known shopping day, right? So this is kind of like their Black Friday in a way, since um, it's, they have, since they have different retail marketplaces, Mm -hmm. right? They also have third-party vendors so it need not just be their their own stuff it could be one of their divisions which is like an ebay right Taobao, for example that that could be selling so on that particular day there seems to be some sort of jump and this number has been going up every year uh for the last few years yes so that's what i was looking at the the some of the numbers here on this um on one of the articles that you linked I think the day, the shopping day started in 2009, I think that's what it was. This um, turning Singles Day into a shopping day or creating Singles Day or whatever, whatever the history is behind it. But the actual, the spree started in 2009. The phenomenon that is Singles Day when it comes to shopping. 
Um, and it seems like they've uh, they've been amping it up over the past few years with um, get, getting some of the yeah celebrities involved. So that's that that's kind of interesting. And they have what's incredible is they have shoppers from 235 countries. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah. And uh, so did, did we miss something here? I, <laughs> I didn't uh, I didn't participate in this. I feel like I should have. I should have uh, looked at what's going on there. Well, well, this is where I'm bringing it up, right? Mm. Because we don't often talk about Alibaba, right? As a we company no. in this country, right? Just because we, we talk about, we, we revolve around Amazon and this is true. Uh, Jet.com and other companies that are US-based tech companies, mm -hmm. uh, retailers, uh, not tech companies necessarily, but uh, here, this is the challenger potentially globally to Amazon. Because if they have an installed base of people like they do in China and they do cross, let's say, border business uh, here, if we take shoppers from 235 countries, then uh, they could make more inroads in the U.S. than they have. I think we just don't hear about them because we don't follow or our press doesn't follow them as much, but you will hear about them. And I think more and more we're going to hear about them. I would think so, especially when you look at the uh, <clears throat> the singles day sales. Like I was, there's a there's a really nice little graph that I'll put in the show notes that shows the increase since 2009 inception of the single day, uh, the singles day being a shopping day, and it's it's your classic hockey stick growth since since uh, since 2009. Um, it's it's amazing. It's quite amazing. So I'm gonna put that in the show notes there to uh, so everyone can check that out. It's amazing how we don't have that kind of exposure to this. You know, it really is. We just don't see it. And unless, of course, you know, when this kind of thing happens, when this a record is set in such a way that it, it, it blows all of our minds just thinking about it. I wonder how that compares to like an Amazon in their highest day of volume, which would be their Amazon Prime Day. I can't remember what the number was for that. I'm sorry, the Amazon. Is that what it called? Prime Day? Is that what it was? I don't recall what they called it uh, this year. I'll have to take a look. But that's their, essentially, it seems like their version of this, um, where they roll out all the deals. And, and if you think about it, right, in the prior segment, we were talking about, um, you know, the want it now, need it now, and we kind of talked a little bit earlier about Black Friday. But look, the lesson here is that you could create your own holiday, right? Yes. <laughs> Singles Day. I mean, just as we said earlier in this in this segment, uh, was just a fabrication of just people, you know, who celebrated their, I guess, um, being single. Right. <laughs> that's that's all it was. Literally, it's just celebrating being single. That's it. Right. Nothing. 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 Uh, let's say special about that. Right. So it's just you kind of make these things up. Yeah. Now, it, I mean, it's like retail, retailers have the power to do that. I mean, they if you've got a big enough brand. Um, maybe a conglomeration of brands even to in, incite the public with whatever you, you know, whatever method you want to, you know, whether it's via celebrities, via deep discounts, um, just something different. Uh, not, well, not exactly. like, di not like discounts are different, but, uh, I guess creating that, that you, you want it now, we're going to get, we're going to give you that opportunity right now to, to buy and to get these exactly. deals, you know, and, uh, but it seems like these, 
these types of days are 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 lasting longer than just one day right these aren't just yeah. one day things anymore and that's the whole point i think of maybe that maybe in the asian markets it's a bit different than us where we're used to that okay one day you're going to get your crazy deals blah blah, blah you're gonna have fun it's all over you know after midnight uh, exactly so yeah and if you think about that look one, one thing we didn't mention was that more than two-thirds of singles day transactions took place on a mobile phone so tying this back to what's been happening over let's say thanksgiving cyber monday that just that period granted sales just don't occur in that period but just tying it back to that what we saw last year for the first time in the u.s is that mobile uh was a big factor and a lot of uh majority of sales took place on mobile phones and there was a big rise and you see this in singles day and i think the takeaway here is that mobile is quite important and will begin it will continue to gain importance um as the weeks and years go by yeah i mean that that's if that's where people are converting mm-hmm. then exactly. that's where the focus is going to be <clears throat> yeah Mobile in general, not even just, I think, not even just online shopping, but that tying in the mobile experience to stores and uh, to both sides. So the both the e-commerce side with mobile shopping, which we're used to, but also tying it in to the store experience to tie in what they what they're used to uh, from a from a mobile experience perspective to an in-store uh, in-store experience. And that and we've seen a bunch of retailers already start with that, including Under Armour, Nike and um and oh, geez, a host of other retailers that are using mobile apps to kind of bring that that e-commerce experience to stores. Exactly, and it's so natural for us to talk about it now, right? If you mm-hmm. think about it, uh, five years ago or six years ago, it's like, hmm, mobile. That's interesting. You use it to browse. You use it to price check, price compare. You use it for other things right. that were not for purchasing, right? And it, it was a medium that just was smaller. And it, at that time, I don't think it was as fine tuned as it is today, uh, just to, to, to purchase online. Right. And it wasn't as accepted, that's for sure. No. But we knew it was going that way. We weren't really sure. It's kind of like when we talked about um, a little side note, ARVR, right? It's still a little bit primitive for the way it's used in retail. Mm-hmm. But I think ARVR, in some way, shape, or form, will probably uh, play a role, not clear how it'll be used exactly but it'll continue to evolve kind of like if pokemon go which is pretty much uh ar mm-hmm. was a phenomenon i think that these experiences will lead us more into this ar uh vr incorporation within the retail segment yeah i i think so too and um there's going to be a split between those two though we'll have to watch my money is on ar um from a retail perspective uh, as far as being able to convert people from browsing to buying but that's a whole other topic and, and i would love to dip back into that it's been a few episodes since we talked about that and we've seen some changes in in the market um with you know google jumping in the fray and offering their their 79 dollar ish uh, called google daydream i think it's their vr headset and we're going to see a lot more from ar when it comes to um online retailers like wayfair as an example they've been doing a lot in that so we'll be able to see how that's working out for those retailers from a conversion perspective, if they are seeing some better um, acceptance of of uh, of the AR technology that they're offering, and we'll see it more widespread, maybe even through some of the some of the other uh, retailers we're more familiar with. But 
we'll definitely tie back to that. That's an exciting topic because that's going to change. That's going to change the way we we shop for some things. So very exciting. Very yeah, exciting. very exciting. Very good. Well, that is uh, that's the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can email us at brickdatacast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Uh, and until next week, we will probably do our episode, I think. Um, this is the week before uh, Black Friday. We'll do it probably right around, well, maybe right after it, considering we'll probably both be be traveling for family stuff or whatever. But uh, we will be back within the next uh, week and a half, that's for sure. Maybe we'll have some interesting news to talk about uh, from a Black Friday perspective. We will see. And until next time, everybody, take care and thanks for listening. See ya. Thanks. Bye.